TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. Straight away, Ray is back, it's gone. Cruz has just hit the 267th home run for the Twins, tying the Major League mark. Garver with a blast to deep left field, and the Minnesota Twins are the most prolific home run hitting team in baseball history. His second tonight, and the 268th home run hit by the team this year. First of all, homers are pretty cool, and uh, I like hitting them. Uh, second of all, you know, I kind of looked in the dugout because we're all fighting to kind of do the same thing. You know, uh, it's a little bittersweet tonight, going off on a, on a loss. But uh, like I said, it was going to happen at some point. It's just a matter of when, and then now we can kind of get over it and just get back to uh, playing some ball. The highlights, courtesy there of Fox Sports Wisconsin and Mitch Garver. Fox Sports what, Rami? Fox Sports North and Mitch Garver likes to hit home runs. And what state fair are we and at right now? And who doesn't? The Texas State <laughs> Fair, Rami McLaugh, <laughs> along with Derek Wetmore. You got that part right. Score North, first place Twins show. Live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 ranks. The magic number is 21, and the Twins are the all-time Home run kings, as far as Major League Baseball goes, you heard it there. Numbers 267 and then 268 off the bat of Mitch Garver. And uh, that made somebody $1,000 richer. Yes, Courtesy of Score North, we're going to be telling you who the winner of the Bombas Away for 50K, although it ended up being 1K winner was coming up uh, before we let out in this first segment. So before, it'll be around 12.15. If you uh, picked Mitch Garver in the Bombas Away for 50K sweepstakes from Score North, you want to be by your radio and find out if you were the lucky winner of $1,000. Derek, I know the home run record, awesome. The magic number was 26 when we last convened on Friday. It's now 21, thanks yep. to taking a couple <laughs> from the Tigers and a couple oh, really? of uh, Indians losses over the weekend. That number is shrinking and shrinking fast, and the home run numbers are going up and going up fast, including six on Saturday to break the record. It's unreal how we didn't think that the Indians would ever fall on hard times. right? I mean, at least I, I can just speak for myself, but Rami, Manny, I don't know if you guys had this feeling that, like, the Twins might win 100 games. In fact, they're on pace right now to win 100 games out of the 162 they'll play this year. And I thought... Ooh, that's going to be a tight race because the Indians are going to play 750 baseball the rest of the way. Did you start to feel like, even with injuries to that pitching staff, that that was just going to be an invincible team and this would be a challenging climb for the Twins? No. I knew. I knew. Is that why you cut the brakes? I was cut the brakes guy, yeah. (laughs) I knew all along. I didn't even panic when the the Indians took a lead in the division. Mm. I didn't even, I didn't even, at that point, I didn't waver in my confidence that the Twins would win this division. They couldn't keep that pace up. Same as the Twins weren't going to keep up a 110-win pace to start the season for the mm. for the first couple of months. That, that just wasn't going to last, and the Indians playing at a 750 clip or whatever they were doing there since the start of June simply wasn't going to last. It's just, it just it's not possible, Derek. I don't know how anybody didn't see some kind of swoon coming for the for the Cleveland Indians. Manny, were you ever were you ever thinking that that, that was just going to carry on throughout the rest of the season for the Cleveland Indians? That win pace for them, no. But I was more so concerned with how the Twins were playing at that time. Like, that, that to me, 
was why I felt like, okay, this thing is not over yet. This race for this division is not over yet. Not so much because of how the Indians were paying, playing, with, but because of how the Twins were playing. Now, the Twins sure. did the right thing by picking up more ground. They had a couple of winning streaks along the way, and they've separated themselves kind of from the Indians, and that's how they've basically gotten to the point where they're at now. But, yeah, at that time I was thinking, okay, this the Twins better not screw around here. They better take advantage of this easier schedule that they have coming up, and they've been able to do that now over the last week. You know it would turn at some point, but I'm just surprised by the unbridled optimism that Rami brought to the table. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, they took a half-game lead, and I didn't care. Whatever. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Okay. The Indians were not going to play 12 games better than the Twins from June 3rd through the end of September. That was, that was my stance all along when I cut the brakes. Not that this thing wouldn't get close, that there wouldn't be some white-knuckle moments, some hairpin turns, some deep potholes that would, that would rattle us. But at the end of the day, this thing was getting to October. This bus was getting to October, Derek Wetmore, and now it seems all the more likely that it indeed will, as I said, the magic number, now down to 21. 21. Yeah. The month ago. Right. So, I mean, take care of business, win some ball games, and you got Cleveland coming up on the schedule. That'll be fun. But how are you guys feeling about this race right now? It's five-and-a-half game lead as you woke up this morning. It's over. It's <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's over. It's done. They have twenty. Okay, they, have, okay. they have twenty-six games left, and the magic yeah. number is twenty-one. The sure. Twins could go five hundred the rest of the way, and they won't because there's still plenty of White Sox, Tigers, and Royals on the slate. But they could go five hundred in these last twenty-six games, and the Indians would just need to lose eight games. The yeah. Indians could go eighteen and eight. I think they also have twenty-six games left, and the Twins still win the division. It's over. Okay. It's a wrap. Okay, Manny, are you I always pronounced confident? them dead on June 2nd. Yeah, well, yeah, you have to stick and by this. And they're still dead. The doctor said they were dead, and then, like, Frankenstein <laughs> sat up in the bed. <laughs> they're alive. And you're just sticking with That's fair, Manny. You've been level-headed about this since day one. What's your, what's your take on the race? If I were a betting man, I would bet that the Twins are going to be American League Central champs by the time the season is over, but I'm not going to declare this race over until it is actually over okay fair enough fair enough and i think that the math supports what rami's saying but i think manny's got the level-headed the logical take on this because you thought they were dead before i thought they were dead before certainly i thought this was they did the old undertaker it was just top of the casket popped open and they just (laughs) sat straight up (laughs) i mean guys we we have seen I've said this before. We have seen bigger divisional leads sure. in September than this be blown. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we saw the Twins themselves overcome a, a deficit that was larger than this in yeah. 2009, 10 yeah. years ago. I that think was the Tigers a, had, I think it was a seven-and-a-half game lead at the start of September or like the, at the end of August. And it didn't quite feel like it was over, but you knew the math was against you. You yep. were pulling for the Twins and... Uh, that was game, famous game 163. Yep. We did a podcast about that game because it was <laughs> so epic on uh, our Minnesota Sports Rewind. But that it took that game. Yeah. It took a 163 magic and fireworks and everything like that to overcome that kind of lead. So I'm not saying it's likely that Cleveland even comes back. In fact, I think the Twins win this division. But uh, it's, it's just it's fun and it's in, infectious, your enthusiasm, Rami. Your I, optimism just, like, bleeds out across the entire state fair, and I love it. I think more than anything, the Twins just need to take care of business. Don't, don't, don't screw around here. You've got a schedule that's working in your favor for this month. Just take care of business. 
You still have, I mean, they still have some challenging opponents coming up. Boston Red Sox, Washington Nationals, who have been playing great lately. Just take care of business. You're better than those teams, even though they're good. Take care of business, and you'll be fine. You'll win this division. They're next. This is a tale of two halves of this month, Manny, to your point. And let's just quickly get into this as, as long as we're talking about it already. And then we can maybe address some of the deeper-seated uh, Rami's optimism, his undying optimism for some of this, which I love and appreciate. It's over. And, and the Twins, by it's the way. It's over, Minnesota State Fair. Twins got this division, are just getting in case started was wondering. In a matter of minutes uh, with the Detroit Tigers. We'll keep you updated on that game throughout the show today. But the tale of two halves of this month of September is going to be fascinating because... All right, like I predicted last week on the show, the Cavalry's here. Every pitcher in the organization is now at the beck and call of the Twins Major League staff. A bunch of guys here, September reinforcements, you knew that was going to happen, and it has now. Byron Buxton is back. Um, Kind of. Kind of, right, exactly. And we'll get into that today, too. But the tale of two halves that I'm talking about is at Boston Red Sox, Home against the Indians. You think people are going to go to that series? You think Twins fans maybe see if they can find some tickets for that home series with the uh, Tribe? And then the Washington Nationals, and then you go to Cleveland. So that's the first half of September that you're talking about once you get through today's game with the Tigers. After that, boys, the reason I say tale of two, two halves of the month, then it's home against the White Sox, home against the Royals for four on the road against the Tigers, and finish up the season on the road against the Royals. That's why I take Rami's side of this fence of, hey, good race, fun summer Cleveland, maybe get in the wild card game, but five and a half game lead, and you've got those games still left to play on your schedule, it's it's pretty well a wrap for the Twins at this point. Since you're coming to my side of the fence and looking at things from my very optimistic and sunny perspective, I will... Look at it from your side of the fence, and because I usually do, whenever I make these, these pred- any prediction, I go, okay, how can I be wrong? What, what could make me look? <laughs> what could think about? Yes. What could make me look stupid? Right? <laughs> like I said, the Vikings will win eight or nine games this year, Max. Dalvin Cook, I think, is the X factor that could make me look wrong. I always try and look for that thing that could surprise some people and 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 turn my prediction upside down. The only way that the Twins don't win this division that could make me wrong is if the Indians take all six of these games left that these two teams have to play against each other. And even then, even then, it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I mean, if they win all six of those games, it's a half-game lead, and I still might take the Twins. Like It's, it's at the point now, Rami, where uh, all of the talk that we've spent, all the time we spent talking about the postseason, all the time we've wrung our hands talking about the bullpen, about what an October rotation would look like. It's all going to it's all going to be for something now at this point. I think you're at the spot now where the math shines on you as the Twins and says, yeah, you break the MLB record for Bombas. You've got one of the deepest, most feared lineups in baseball history. You're going to be playing October baseball. It looked questionable, not that you would go to the postseason, but that you'd win the division and host October games at Target Field. Right. But now it's looking pretty likely that you're also going to host games at Target Field. Weather and, permitting. And all of this talk about, I'm skipping right past that, Manny, don't <laughs> indulge him. All of that talk about October throughout the entire summer is now going to come come to pass, and it will have been worthwhile on our part. So it's just mathematically, Rami, I think even if they were to sweep, which 
by the way, ain't going to happen, not the way this Twins team is playing right now. But even if they were to sweep, I don't think that's a wrap in favor of Cleveland. No, no, I'm saying that's the one that would have to happen. It could make you look bad. For me to look bad. I mean, and if you for split, the Indians to take this thing. If, if you split those six games, what's Cleveland's hope? Nothing. Win out? I mean, it's like it starts to get pretty tough as the runway gets shorter and shorter here in September. Again, if the if the Twins go 13 and 13 in their remaining 26 games, that means the Indians have to go 19 and 7. 19 and 7 that's and that's a good team. That's if the Twins go 500 that's in their with team. their remaining schedule. And they're on pace now to win what? 100 games? 100 games, 100 game pace right now. Uh, it's been 98 for a long time and then it creeped up to 99 and with the way things went over the weekend going into Monday's game against the Tigers, the Twins are on pace. Hashtag on pace to win 100 games this season. So that's uh, reflective of how great they've been even through their two-month stretch of playing 500 ball. They're still probably going to win 96, 97, 100 games this year, and that's crazy. And somehow that won't be the most impressive number on the board at the end of the season because it looks like the Twins are going to be the most prolific home run hitting team in the history of Major League Baseball. Uh, yeah, unreal. It's absolutely Meaning, in fact, do you have the sound from Mitch Garver again? Because I want to hear Mitch's take on Mitch Garver breaking the single-season home run record. The Twins in 2019 are the most prolific home run hitting team in baseball history as of this Score North First Place Twins show. And I I loved Mitch Garver's quote on it. First of all, homers are pretty cool, and uh, I like hitting them. Uh, Second of all, you know, I kind of looked in the dugout because we're all fighting to kind of do the same thing, you know. Uh, it's a little bittersweet tonight going off on a, on a loss, but uh, like I said, it was going to happen at some point. It's just a matter of when, and then now we can kind of get over it and just get back to uh, playing some ball. What'd you think, Rami, when you were seeing, we, we were talking last week about when are the Twins going to break this record? Because they're going to break this record. Yeah. We told their GM, Thad Levine, and he was not surprised to hear it from us. You're going to set this team record for most home runs hit in a major league season? You know, what's that like? Can you enjoy this moment? What was the moment like for you? Where were you watching the game? What was your experience watching the Twins cruise past that powerful Yankees lineup? Um, I didn't leave my apartment this entire weekend other than to walk my dog and go grocery shopping, Whoa, Derek Wetmore. Okay, it was so a big I, weekend. So I was at home watching the game because that's the only option. <laughs> so I didn't mean to expose you like that. I'm just curious. Manny, where were you when they That hit was the, the only ball? option in my weekend. <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was watching the game when it happened. It was... Um, I kind of laughed because it was the first pitch that sure, Garver yeah. faced in that at bat, and he just. And what, what was funny is, Dick Bramer did the whole lead up to it as Garver was stepping into the box. Okay. He just said, "You know, the next home run that's hit by the Minnesota Twins will be the new major league record." And then, like the very on first cue. pitch, right on cue, Bang. it was perfect. Yeah, well, he was and saying, it was a no doubt or two from Garver. So it was, home, it was great. Home runs are cool, and I like hitting them. And he's right. Uh, it's. It's been fascinating this year. They are pretty cool to hit. (laughs) They're fun. Apparently, I've never done it in the majors, but I had a couple in my younger days, and they are. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's It's a a cool feeling. It's Uh, a cool feeling. Every single one of them, you did the uh, Kirk Gibson fist pump. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you should cherish every one, especially when you're me and not Mitch Garver or a Major League Baseball player. 12 of Mitch Garver's teammates fully agree with him that home runs are fun to hit because it's been been crazy. if you were looking at the box score of Saturday's game, you'd be like, wow, the Twins hit that many home runs in a game? But it would be pretty nondescript otherwise. Be like, oh, they, okay, they only scored seven runs, they lost to the Tigers, it was a high-scoring game. 
just one of those nights, whatever. But if you watched that game and, and you're looking at that box score within the context of having paid attention through the 2019 season and how much uh, fun and, and just crazy energy this 2019 Twins team possesses, you'd think a couple of things. Well, one, A, it's not shocking that they hit seven bombas and, you know, they hit eight a couple of times in a game, I want to say, twice yes, this they year. they did, yeah. It's not shocking that Mitch Garver did it because Bomba's away, home runs are fun, and he likes hitting them. But then just the fact that they were six, seven away going into the game to break the record, and in a typical year, guys, you'd think, well, okay, so look, look what the pitching matchup maybe is at the end of the weekend or early next week. Circle on your calendar when the Twins are going to break this. But for this team, striking distance is... 10 home runs in two games. And that's the part to me that is just like banana pants, can't believe it. I, it's unreal to me, even now, the Twins hold the record, to look back on this summer and be like, oh yeah, there's still a month to go. They're going to set a new Major League record by like 15% they're going to clear the old mark. It's, and I, say all you want about the juicy baseball, this is phenomenal. Didn't they also set the record this weekend for the most players on a team with 20 or more home runs? Uh, when Polanco went deep, yeah, Polanco, that was his 20th of the year. Is that eight players? Eight guys I'm off now. the top of my yeah. head, uh, which is always dangerous. But yeah, there's and that's a credit to roster building. Yeah, well, like and player development. It's it's we can pat the guys on on the back who are hitting the home runs all day long, and well, we should because it's amazing what they've done and are still doing. Again, they broke the record, and there's still a calendar month Dude. left in the season. Like you said, banana pants, but. Yes, player development, but between, and this is in Dan Hayes' piece that just went up at The Athletic not too long ago, from being bad at taking steroids to the all-time home run kings. That's that's the title of the article, I think. From being bad at taking steroids (laughs) to the all-time home run kings. Between between Nelson Cruz, Jonathan Scope, C.J. Crone, and Marwin Gonzalez, the four additions to their offense this offseason, 94 home runs through Sunday. They added 94 home runs to the roster. Well. With a month left in the season. From I, couldn't even take steroids well, I'm sorry, to the Bomba squad. That's I, the right title. I think if the Twins saw that headline, they might resent it. Because keep in mind, two of their guys have been popped for steroids. We don't need to bring that Nelson up. Nelson Cruz and Jorge Polanco. Just for fair, <laughs> fairness sake, we got to get that out but there. But they weren't Twins then. So the, tw- that's right. uh, the Polanco Twins. Was, Polanco was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But, hey. That's uh, that's a bit of a cheap shot. It's a bit of a drive-by by me. On the day, our first show after the Twins set the MLB home run record, some people would say on Twitter, uh, you've noticed a little bit of negativity on that website in the past. I'm not breaking any news with Just that. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. there have been time to time. There have been known to be a few uh, negative people on there. But... I think even that was quiet this weekend. Even the people saying, like, yeah, but juiced baseball. It's like, dude, everybody's playing with the same baseball this year, and nobody's better at hitting home runs than the Twins. That's the amazing part And Jason Stark pointed this out in an article earlier in the season. They're going to break the home run record by around 15% of, of the previous record. Only four major offensive team categories have even been broken by 10%. In the history of baseball. Wow. And the juice baseball isn't, it's not the first thing that's changed in the game. You know what I mean? We had the integration of baseball with breaking the color barrier with Jackie Robinson. That changed the game completely. We've had the mound go up and down. We've had so many 
rule changes, the size of parks has grown and shrunk over the course of history of this game. So many things have changed that could alter the 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 numbers and 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 the record books dramatically and they never often almost never I should say change as much as they did this year. Juice baseballs be damned. This is this is impressive what the Twins are doing this year. Have, I don't care about juice baseballs. Have you gotten to the point where you're almost numb to the fact that there, yeah, there's a new record every series. It's most home runs by a catching tandem. It's most home runs as a team. It's most home runs hit on the road in a season. I mean, you just mentioned it. Most teammates with 20 or more home runs in a season. This Twins team, this 2019 Minnesota Twins team, has more 20 homer hitters than any team in baseball history. I'm almost like, I'm almost numb to the records now. <laughs> like, they're just, there are so many of them that I'm like, wow, yeah, I mean, it's a powerful team. What do you want me to say? Again, from, from, <laughs> uh, cap, I from, guess. from Dan's article, in a span of six seasons, from 1976 to 1981, the Twins failed to hit 100 home runs as a team four times. Over the past 30 years, they've finished in the bottom 10 in the league in home runs 17 times. This is not only something that baseball hasn't ever seen. A, a, a team built on power is something that's apparently more rare for Twins fans to see than, than the vast majority of baseball. <laughs> what they're doing uh, is guess, absolutely ridiculous all you can do when is you laugh. put it in perspective. All you can do is laugh. It's insane. Like, okay, offensive numbers might be a little bit skewed this year relative to the totality of baseball history, but still. Every offense is playing in the same set of circumstances, right. the same environment, and the Twins are doing it better than most. Off the charts. It's amazing. Literally off the charts what they're doing. Hey, we got to announce a uh, Bombas Away contest winner. Yes. But I want to, after the break, next segment, let's take this to the next level, this right. conversation here. All right. If you're the Houston Astros or you're the New York Yankees or the Cleveland Indians or the L.A. Dodgers, do you look at what this Twins team is doing in terms of home runs and overall offensive production? And are you, maybe afraid is the wrong word, but are you wary of facing this Twins team in October? In other words, is what the Twins are doing with their Bomba squad, is that enough to scare you as a legit AL contender or NL contender or anybody trying to host the World Series trophy this year? Is what the Bomba squad has done catching your attention and scaring you a little bit if you're one of these other playoff baseball teams i definitely want to talk about you want to the, know if the, the depth twi- of lineup if the twins lineup strikes fear and playoff baseball teams come october sure we can even just expand it to say the twins do the 2019 twins scare you because i think locally we talk about the twins as kind of like oh it'd be nice if one right. day oh it'd be so fun right. if they could be on that level i want to know what the astros think i want to know what the astros that they're doing their pre-series scouting they, want, they look across the way and they see the Twins. What's their first thought? But first, got to give away $1,000, Eric Wetmore. Dude. I have $1,000 burning a hole in my pocket right now. And it's either buy a lot of buckets of cookies or give it away to a lucky winner. And I'm a nice guy, so I'm going to give it away to a lucky winner. <laughs> if you weren't listening last week, we had the Bombas away for 50K sweepstakes. So here was the deal. You guessed who you thought was going to hit the record-breaking 268th home run that the Minnesota Twins got over the weekend. If you guessed the right player, you were entered to win $1,000. If it was a grand slam, you were entered to win $50,000, 
And I believe it was the sixth inning of that game Saturday night, Derek Wetmore. It almost was. They were on 267. The bases were loaded. And Luis arrives at the plate. And uh, our prize department had their hearts in their throats for that entire <laughs> at-bat. And we're probably rooting against Luis Arise, if I'm being real. Arise. If I'm being really real. Thank you. I was rooting for him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> when's the next chance? You, when's the next time we're going to have an opportunity to give away 50 grand? I was rooting for him. But alas, it did not happen. I know our guy Dan, who comes out uh, often to our remotes and, and tweets us often, he had picked Luis Arise. Oh my gosh. And he, he was, was probably He was tweeting me that people were looking at him like he was crazy. He was sitting in the bar watching the game. <laughs> And people were looking at him like he was nuts. I thought it was going down, man. I really did. Just because of how, and I don't use this word often, but how magical this season has been. And just what are the chances that it even gets to bases loaded while they're sitting on 267? The chances of that were remote. So to get to that point, I thought it was, I thought it was happening. I don't know about you guys. I thought somebody was getting $50,000, and it wasn't my money, so I was happy to see it. <laughs> I really did too. I, I and I had a bunch of people DMing me and texting me and everything. Oh my gosh! I like. I hope you guys have insurance. <laughs> You're about to give away fifty grand, and we're like, well, this is pretty fun." And he got a couple of fastballs, and uh, yeah, man, ended up striking out. I but, thought he was uh, going to do it. Holy cow! I thought was he was going to do it, but he what didn't. It was Mitch Garver. I, I believe it was just one inning later who hit the record-breaking home run and made one score north listener. $1,000 richer by downloading the Score North mobile app and entering the Bombas away for 50K sweepstakes, sweepstakes I should say. Uh, Manny or Declan back in the studio, can somebody give me a drum roll to announce our $1,000 winner? I know I'm springing this on you last minute. And the Bombas away for 50K sweepstakes. <laughs> Is that really all you got, Declan? Don't start with me. me? <laughs> I got a drum roll. Here we Thank go. Thank you, Manny. Here we go. Your winner of $1,000 in the Bobas away for 50K sweepstakes, Steve McCann from Ostego gets $1,000 for wow. guessing Mitch Garver in the Bombas away for 50K sweepstakes. Congratulations to Steve, and uh, thank you to everyone who entered. Do, I don't need to read off the numbers, do I? Let's just say it was a it was a successful campaign, and we thank everybody who entered and downloaded the Score North mobile app. Do you yeah. want me to get into specifics? Uh, maybe we air that dirty laundry uh, at the postseason parade or something okay, like that. Okay, it's my understanding that there would super, be no math. That's exactly right. I thought there wouldn't be math. On the day, so. <laughs> no, but it was su super fun, and just to see people talking about it on social media and everything like that, to everybody who entered... Thank you. Our gratitude goes out to you from the Score North First Place Twin Show. And to Steve, congratulations, my good man. Thank you for listening to the show. And thank you for being smart and picking Mitch Garver. Great choice. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't pick, pick Mitch Garver. I wasn't eligible. Our guesses on Friday. I no, wasn't but we eligible. were making guesses on the air on Friday. And I was, I was surprised you didn't go with your guy, Mitch. You've who, been a, who did I pick? I think you said Castro. No. I think you said Castro would no, be No, I told you it was Mitch Garver. Was it? Yeah, I told you it was. Of course you did. Yeah. I could have sworn you said Jason Castro. Why would I pick Jason Castro? I don't know. I don't know, man. I haven't been beating that drum all season. <laughs> <laughs> I've been marching in front of the Mitch Garver parade. I stand corrected. Oh, I, I stand corrected. I told you that I didn't want to go with it because I didn't want to spoil it because I'd seen the future and I know who got it. And I didn't want to give a, a sneak peek to listeners. I didn't want any unfair advantages, and you pinned me down and beat it out of me, and you said, 
tell us who it's going to be. And I told you it was Mitch Garver. We'll hit a quick break. On the other side, will this Twins lineup continue to strike fear in teams come October? We'll discuss that right after this. It's the Score North First Place Twins Show. Live from Bomasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Magic number is 21. Miguel Sano is 0 for 3 with two walks. It's the land of 10,000 rakes. And we'll be back right after this on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Soft, you're going to eat a fried stick of butter or no? It's Score North, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Garver with a blast to deep left field, and the Minnesota Twins are the most prolific home run hitting team in baseball history. His second tonight, and the 268th home run hit by the team this year. We did have some good swings, and the record is uh, is nice. I would anticipate us uh, breaking that record at some point. And continue to play well and swing the bat going forward. But it's 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 a it's a nice accomplishment for everyone here. The highlight was courtesy of Fox Sports North. This is the Score North first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of ten thousand rakes, where the magic number is twenty one. Miguel Sano was zero for three with two walks. Rami Makhlouf, Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill, all live from the Minnesota State Fair. And if you're looking for us out here at the Minnesota State Fair, let me tell you where to find us off Chambers Street on the left edge of the grandstand. Stop by the Score North Merchandise Booth, open uh, until 9 p.m. tonight. I was going to say 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, but this is it. Last day. Happy Labor Day to everybody if you're coming out here to the State Fair. Stop by the uh, Score North Merchandise Booth. Show us your app, your Score North mobile app and receive a $5 t-shirt. Also, we are donating all proceeds from the All Arise t-shirts to Luis Arise's favorite charity, the Ronald McDonald House. So uh, come on out and get your shirt. He's better at it than you, Rami. I mean, I you're really good at it. I agree. The kid's got you beat. I will admit. I started something, and uh, now, now I'm like the third or fourth best at it, according <laughs> to various contests that we've had. Time to pass the torch. But that's quite all right. But, Derek, you had a question before the break about this Twins offense as we inch closer to October with the magic number of 21. Well, yes, I did, and that's as I'm watching the Twins game here. Uh, Luis Arise with a leadoff double in the second inning. Yeah, he's got me beat, too. The Tigers are uh, up one nothing, but it's early. It's early. So here's my question. The Twins have hit more home runs than any team in baseball history this year. And that's that's cool. But that's just like a feather in the cap. That's not necessarily indicative of who's going to win the World Series. My question to you guys is, is this lineup enough to strike fear that once October starts, let's assume for the purpose of this conversation the Twins win the American League Central, is it enough to make the Twins like a favorite in the American League or are the other teams just just that much better than Minnesota, do you think? I don't think they'll be a favorite should they run up against the Astros, which makes sense to me, or the Yankees, which doesn't make as much sense to me. And I know what the records say, but when I look at the Yankees, I see a mirror image of the Twins. I see a, a very deep team offensively that hits a lot of home runs, scores a lot of runs, 
but has their issues when it comes especially to starting pitching. And outside of Aroldis Chapman, that Yankees bullpen really isn't very good, which we could have said about the Twins until about three or four weeks ago. Their bullpen has been as good as any in Major League Baseball when you look at what's gone down since the trade deadline. So I don't think they'd be favored against either of those two teams, although I personally see the Yankees as a coin flip series. I do think that they'd be favored against any of the other teams in the American League for sure, and I don't see why not. And I personally see them as formidable against anybody and everybody, including the Astros, or if you want to include the American League, the Dodgers as well. It's it's a prolific offense, and I don't think there is any downplaying that. And when you look at what they've done with their bullpen, I think that this is a team that's that's ready for October, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I mean, so Justin Verlander throws another no-hitter the other day, and he was dominant JV per usual. I just, I think that if he's going to get a difficult matchup in October, it's going to be against a team like the Twins. It's going to be against a team that can put up runs in bunches, that can get on the scoreboard in a hurry, and we know that the Twins can do that because Boma's away. But it's also going to be against one of those just deep lineups that there's no break, there's no rest your hope is to get through it, you know, two or three times relatively unscathed. And I say relatively because nobody gets through it unscathed. And then even if you bring in a quote-unquote lights-out reliever, how many times have you watched a game this year, guys, and thought, wow, this offense doesn't really have a chance against this guy? It's the Brad Hands of the world. It's the Josh haters. Even before those guys hit their downturns, it was, okay, we'll see what you got. you got to get three hitters out in this Twins lineup. If you're at the top, good luck. If you're at the bottom, there's a pinch hitter to worry about. So I look at this Twins lineup and just say, man, I don't know how it's going to end, but this is the kind of group that can carry you to and through October. I can't wait to see what happens the next two months. There's not a break in this lineup one through nine. Regardless of what configuration Rocco Baldelli wants to go with one through nine. I mean, even even with Byron Buxton on the lineup, yeah, you'd love, you'd love to have Byron Buxton in the lineup and they miss him, and I'm not going to downplay that, but... I think they miss him more defensively than they do offensively. I don't look at that lineup without Byron Buxton and go, man, they really they really could use that guy in there. They just don't score runs the same way as they did with <laughs> Byron Buxton. Sure, sure. I mean, they've lost Nelson Cruz for stretches this season, and the offense didn't skip a beat. They lost Miguel Sano for stretches this season, well, to start the season, and, and we're still putting up runs at a record pace and home runs at a record pace. This is... There's no way around calling this a formidable lineup that I don't care who you have on the mound. There are no breaks, and you should have some. I'm not going to say fear because Justin Verlander is that cranky. Don't go into any game fearing a lineup, but they certainly don't take it lightly. I'll tell you that. They don't go into a game against the Twins thinking that it's, it's going to be an easy day. They know that they have their work cut out for them, one through nine, and there's a couple guys off the, off the bench who they could throw in there should they choose who could do some damage to you. I know Jordan Zimmerman's no Justin Verlander. I'll say that again just to make sure everyone heard me correctly. I know Zimmerman is no Justin Verlander, no Garrett Cole, no Zach Granke. But just as soon as we were talking about that, the Twins hit another bomba. <laughs> A. Ray Adrianza after Luis Arise. had doubled to open up the inning. Adrianza goes yard, and the Twins are now up 2-1 just like that. And... I know it's not the same, and I know people are going to be screaming at their radios or their smartphone or however you're consuming the Score North First Place Twin Show. They're going to be screaming at their listening device saying, Wetmore, you idiot. This isn't 
relatable. This isn't applicable to what's going to happen in October. And I just think for all of the talk about how deep the Astros are, and they're deep, and they're great, and it's an awesome baseball team, and how deep the Dodgers are, and they might be even deeper and even greater, and they're a fantastic baseball team. You just never really hear about the Twins and how deep they are until they break a Major League home run record, and then they're the talk of the town for a day, and then it kind of goes away. And it's like, okay, well, that was a nice story, but now let's get back to real baseball. I'm here to tell you this is real baseball, and the Twins are a real good offense. They are a real threat in October. I was on the score in Chicago Friday night. They spell it weird, S-C-O-R-E. I don't get Still, it. Still a great radio station, great radio station. despite their spelling mistakes. And the host, Joe Strowski. He asked me, because I think this is the perception of the Twins outside, like you said. I don't think people put them in a class with some of these other teams that, that we're talking about. Who do you fear more in a playoff series, the Yankees or the Astros? And I said, He asked you that? Yeah. Okay. And I said, I don't, I said, if you're asking me who I'd rather face, it's the Yankees, because the Astros throw Verlander, Garrett Cole, and, and Zach Greinke at you in, in the first three games of the series, and the Yankees don't have that. But... If you want me to really answer your question, I don't fear either team if I'm the Minnesota Twins. I give them a shot, especially against the Yankees and even against the Astros. There isn't a team that the Twins go into an October series against largely because of the offense, but also because of what they've done with the bullpen. I want to get into that with you yeah. a little bit later in the show, but largely because of the offense, I don't see a series where I, I go into it going, well... Everybody pray. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you got to hope somebody gets hurt. Count your rosary beads. Like I'm not. That's I don't. I don't see any series that way. I don't see a team out there that's just unbeatable. That's just Goliath. That it's going to take damn near a miracle to take down. I agree with that, and I think the MLB record is, like I said, just a feather in your cap to say, hey, nobody's ever hit more bombas than us. That's cool. That's fun. Appreciate it. But the real measuring stick for this team is going to be October. And I think that they get that. I think that they're like, yep, cool, celebrate the record, clap for ourselves, and then move on and go beat the Tigers tomorrow. And because of what we talked about in the last segment, that not only are they the most prolific home run hitting team when you talk about the totality of the home runs that they've hit, but more guys with 20-plus home runs than any team in the history of baseball. Eight guys with 20 or more home runs. And I know a lot of people would look at that and go, yeah, but where is your superstar? Where is your Mike Trout? Well, when you face the Angels... You face Mike Trout, and then you get a pretty nice break for the majority of the rest of that lineup. When you face the Twins, yeah, you'd like to have Mike Trout in the middle of that lineup, but like I said, one through nine on any given day, it could be a different nine. That pitcher has to work. That pitcher has to work to get outs and to make sure that that ball doesn't go flying over the fence. I can't can't imagine what a pre-series meeting is like game planning for the Twins. Do you know what I mean? Like... I've never sat in on one of those meetings. I I don't know if I told you guys this, but I never pitched in the big leagues. Oh, I was really? never a major league Shocking. pitcher. Manny, yeah, I know. I just, why I'm sorry I kept it show? from I you thought, for so long. I thought that's why he was here, man. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, carry on. I'm oh, no, sorry I, got, I kept this from you I got for so you mixed long. up with Glenn Perkins. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. You yeah. two look so much alike. Oh, it happens all the time. My You'd bad. be surprised. Yeah. Um, but there is... There is an element of pre-series planning that I, I guess I understand despite never having been in that room. And so I know you go face the Tigers, and you're like, okay, you know Miguel Cabrera. Here are his hot spots. Here are his weaknesses. They're a little bit more pronounced these days than they were five years ago when you were pre-series planning for Miggy. But you, you go through hitter by hitter, and what's the lineup as a whole, and how does your stuff work, and how are you going to use it to exploit some of their weaknesses, strength against strength, where are you willing to challenge them, all of that stuff. 
I would love to sit in on one of oh those. Oh my meetings, gosh, by I would way. I would I would pay money for if that. If they're listening over at the twins, I'd take every oath of secrecy and sign every <laughs> non disclosure <laughs> agreement in in the world. I'm not signing anything, but I'll give you money, which is <laughs> just as good as as my signature. I just I can't imagine what it's like to sit down and with your catcher and your uh, pitching coach and your assistant pitching coach and maybe your manager, whoever's in on that meeting. How do you sit down and how long do you spend trying to game plan? Okay, this is Nelson Cruz. He yeah, he's 39, but he still hits bombas like he's 29. Uh, here, this is Miguel Sano. Here's are his hot spots. How long does that meeting last, and what do you even say? And oh, other yeah, than be ready for Marwin Gonzalez <laughs> to come off the bench at any moment. Sure, or exactly Jonathan right. Scope, who has 24 home runs. Yeah, that guy over there that looks a little bit like Rod Carew. Yeah, treat him like he's like Rod Carew. That's just Luis Arise. Yeah, and he's hitting with a what 400 on base this he year. He cooled off a little bit. His batting average is down to 330. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty nice rookie year for a 22 year old. Not bad at all. There's just not a lot. Max Kepler. I mean, we. Could could just sit here and talk all day about individual hitters. I wonder how long that pre-series meeting lasts. And I know that the Houston Astros are a super thorough team. So I would, yeah, I would pay a lot of money to sit in with Garrett Cole and their pitching coach and their advanced guys and be like, okay, twins, what do you got? As scary as the Astros rotation is, I think the twins lineup is equally scary. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. I'll give you that because you've not seen a lineup like this in the past. We had just said it. They just set a major league home run record as a team. No team has ever hit 269 bombas in a season, and that's what this team has done. Right. I guess it'd be an interesting one. We should poll the audience. Which would you rather have, the big three in the rotation there for Houston or the one through nine of the Twins lineup on any given day? One through 12, 13 when you're healthy. <laughs> Seriously. You can't I'm play not, them all. I'm not even exaggerating, but it. They really do go 12 or 13 deep when they're healthy. I, yeah, I guess I'd like to know what the audience thinks of that because, on one hand, you've got three games that you're guaranteed to go into feeling pretty good I know against. what the answers to that poll would be because people have been so brainwashed throughout the years that pitching wins championships, pitching wins championships, pitching wins championships. Say it with me. I mean, I believed it until five or six years ago that that was the one and only way to build a championship team. That hasn't been the case for a, for for. Six or seven years now, teams have sort of started to figure out alternate routes to that trophy. Put on your robe here. Exactly. Take this thermos. No, drink it. Don't smell it. Just drink it. <laughs> Pitching wins championships. So I know what the results of that poll would be, and that's, that's fine. But I'm, I'm, you and I, Derek, we think outside the box. Establish the run in the NFL. It's the way to Super Bowl. Lay success. down bunts. Lay down bunts. There's a time and a place for Bunts. I'm still on Team Bunt. I think you can. Uh, I think you can get deep into October with a lineup like the Twins have and a bullpen like the Twins have. Which, if if you're willing, Derek Wetmore, yes. I'd like to discuss after a short break. I can't wait. This Twins bullpen, not not as special as the lineup, but has the potential to be pretty special, and that could get you deep into October. We'll talk about that a little bit right after this. SD Score North first place. Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Magic number is 21. Rami, Derek, Manny, back right after this, live from the Minnesota State Fair and on 1500. ScoreNorth.com and on the ScoreNorth mobile app. It's Score North live from the Minnesota State Fair. It is Score North Download time. It is uh, 12.49, and we are out here for the last day of the great Minnesota get-together. That's right. It is Labor Day Monday, always the last day of the fair every year. And uh, come on, say hi if you are in the area. 
We are uh, just off Chambers Street to the left of the grandstand. We've got the uh, Sweet Martha's Cookies just adjacent to us, so come on by and say hi. New poll coming up here on uh, Score North on Twitter. And very simple, Twins fans, off of the last uh, segment we had here on the Score North Twin Show. Who would you rather face if you're the Twins in the postseason? The Astros, the Yankees, or someone else like the Indians, A's, or Rays? Let us know on Twitter. Answer that poll, and uh, we'll have some fun with this as we continue on with uh, the Score North Download, which was brought to you by Robert W. Baird and Company as we return now to the Score North First Place Twin Show. Rami? Live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes, where the magic number is 21. Rami Makloff, Derek Wetmore, that was Manny Hill on the uh, Score North Download. Our last day out here at the Minnesota State Fair. We're just off Chamber Street on the left edge of the grandstand, and Manny just told you about the poll that uh, Score North is running. Funny you should mention that, Manny, because I'm in the process of uh, putting up my own poll. Mm-hmm. Uh, lunch today... In the on the final day at the state fair, <laughs> giant smoked turkey leg or hot chicken on a stick? You got one hmm. vote for the hot chicken already. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this one to the pay, I'm gonna leave this one to the people. I'm I'm literally putting the poll up right now. Right. At wait, Rami you're going with chicken on a stick or what? Uh, giant smoked turkey leg. It's a lot more turkey than you think it is. Yeah. I took one down in under four minutes once, and I have video <laughs> evidence of it. Oh my so you, gosh. like, inhaled it, basically. I'm happy you're here with us still today <laughs> after that. Jeez Louise. I was challenged to do it under five at the Wisconsin State Fair at my previous radio stop, and uh, I did it in under four. <laughs> Take that. Because I'm a winner. Yeah, you're ch- <laughs> all challenges accepted, apparently. Jeez Louise. So please vote. You have one hour to vote. At Robbie is tweeting. Tell me what I'm eating for lunch today. Because at 2 o'clock, I'll be running to uh, one of those stands and grabbing one of those things. I mentioned uh, before the break that this Twins bullpen is setting up pretty nicely, Derek. And not something that we were saying about four weeks ago before the trade deadline. But with Sam Dyson and Sergio Romo. The Twins have a 3.69 ERA in the month of August. That's the fourth best in majors. Their 3.24 fielding, fielding independent pitching in August, number one in the majors, and they have a two-war right now, according to Fangraphs, as a bullpen in the month of August. And on top of that, we saw the debut of Brustor Gretorol over the weekend. i got to work on that one. That one uh, needs some work. He, he put out a video telling you how to pronounce his name, so I will go and watch. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I will go and watch the video and okay. practice it. I think it's actually on the Twins account. Man, he might be able to pull it up and give us a sound, and we'll practice live on air. Dick Bramer <laughs> was calling him Gretorol, which I, I guess I had not heard. I've heard people calling him Gretorol for a couple of years. I think it's Brustor Gretorol, I think. But regardless, he throws about 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Or you can call him whatever you want. Call Big him, fastball. Call, I'll call him 100 miles an hour. We'll have to do some investigating on this, though, because when Barrios yes. first came up, we thought, at least I thought it was Barrios at first for a little while, and then yeah. I was corrected and said, no, it's Barrios. Yep. And, like, um, okay. and I learned this with John Segura, who is John Segura. Anytime a Latin player, anytime his name is being pronounced in a very Caucasian way, Anglo-Saxon it's fine. wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> All right, it's wrong. I, I raised my hand. Yep, I I had it wrong. When there uh, are no genes in the Dominican Republic. All right, and there are no there are no barrios the in the in the in in yeah. Puerto Rico. It's he, just not a thing. In 2014, Jose was pitching for the uh, world team in the All Star Futures game that was hosted at Target Field. So I got that was my first opportunity to talk to a young Jose Berrios. Right. 
I talked with him, and I said, how do you want your name pronounced? How you say? And just through the course of that conversation, I was, I, I, at least I was led to believe that it was Barreos. You maybe, if longtime listeners, if yeah. you used to listen to the Touch Em All I've podcast, heard, heard too, you've yeah. heard me call him Jose Barreos. And that came from the man himself. And I think, I think, now I'm just putting two and two together here. I think five years later, I think he was just being nice to a <laughs> kid that was born in Bloomington, Minnesota. <laughs> And, and thought that I had his name right, and just he wasn't willing to correct me in the moment. So I've now, I've now changed it with some guidance. It is Barrios. Okay. If you're going to Americanize it. But how good can this Twins bullpen be? Because... <laughs> Sorry, I got off on a tangent there. It's quite it's a, all right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Because <laughs> right now you have in your bullpen, and these are, these are the guys who are a lot. Taylor Rogers, Sergio Romo, Sam Dyson, Tyler Duffy, Trevor May. Those are your five guys who are... At the top, those are your one through five slots are covered with those guys. Then you have Brewstar Gretorol, or however you pronounce his name. We'll figure we'll that out in a second. It. Trevor Hildenberger, Zach Littell, uh, Lewis Thorpe, Devin Smeltzer, Ryan Harper, and a couple of other guys, Cody Stashak, Randy Dobnek. You'll have probably either Kyle Gibson or Martin Perez, if not both, as options out of the bullpen. Maybe. Come October. This suddenly, what was a liability and a hole, a weakness for this Twins team five or six weeks ago, is a strength. And they have one of, I, know, I hesitate to say this because of what we've been through this season, but the numbers bear out that since they added Romo and Dyson and now throw in a couple of these other young arms in there with the, the expanded rosters in September, one of the better bullpens in baseball, Derek. And it's- that's... That's something that can't be, the importance of that can't be overemphasized in October. They have swing and miss, they have velocity, they have the ability to play matchups. This wasn't the case in April and May, but this is now becoming a strength of this Twins team. And yeah, it'll be fun to see how they deploy them, not only in September, but also in the month of October. Oh, that's our music. I thought that was coming from across the street at the uh, the skateboarder park. Oh, I think that this is break time. Oh, we have to hit a break? First place. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with a... I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com.